0: Welcome to Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. I'm your host, David Hollander, also known as The Sandman. Now, let's get started. Well, as promised, markets uh, hit correction territory this past week as Russia launched a full invasion of the Ukraine. More about that a little bit, but uh, the Dow for the week was only off 0.1%. Year-to-date, we're sitting down 6.3%. S&P finished the week up 0.8 percent year year-to-date down 8%, but this, this is a big and critical issue here. The S&P this week dropped below the critical 10% number, which signaled a correction, and we haven't seen that occur since the COVID lockdowns. It's been a while. The NASDAQ finished the week up 1.1% for the year. We're down 12 and a half. The 10-year Treasury trading at 1.97, oil another area we'll talk about more here in a minute Uh, oil finished the week at 91.91 it's up 22 percent for the year but it did hit the critical 100 and go through that and this was the first time we've seen this since 2014. so let's take a look at what's going on well first and foremost obviously thursday was a very impressive day in the market stocks staged a rebound on Thursday, and perhaps I'd say one of the biggest and most powerful demonstrations I've seen of the sell the rumor, buy the news market mentality since I've been doing this for almost 30 years. And here's what I mean the SP fell from approximately 4,600 to 4,225 ish over the past few weeks. And this was on fears that Russia would invade the Ukraine. Then it happened. And after the initial panic, and spike lower, investors had time to digest the fact that even the worst had happened. And as the day went on, the news came out and continues to come out that implies that the event might not have the larger impact that was so feared over the last couple of weeks. And I say that because the retaliatory sanctions by the US and Europe so far haven't been any worse than feared. They didn't kick Russia out of SWIFT, although they're talking about that now, and they completely avoided any energy-related sanctions. So the point being was that the West did nothing to increase the crisis. Now, as we know, Russian forces are basically at or in Kiev right now. Right now, Putin's talking about, he's trying to have conversations with the Ukrainian government, but no one believes him anymore. He has zero credibility in the international markets, and the damage has been done, and he's doing damage, obviously. And I'm not trying to diminish the terrible human tragedy that's going on right now. And of course, the plight of the Ukrainians deserves all international support. But from a market standpoint, as things stand right now, what we feared most has happened, and the worst may be behind us, and in the end, Not that much has changed with respect to the economy and the market here in the U.S. And if there is a positive to come from this, again, as far as the market's concerned, it could reduce the chances that the Fed makes a mistake. And let me talk more about that. I'm not saying the Fed's going to delay the rate hikes because of this situation that's developing in Ukraine. They're not going to delay the hikes and I expect a 25 basis point hike now in March. I've been talking about a 50, I think it's gonna go to 25. I think there'll be a 25 basis point hike in May and a 25 basis point hike in June. And this is due to the increase obviously in geopolitical uncertainty, which I think will reduce the chances that the Fed will become too aggressive, which is what I was worried about.